Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, my needs aren't being met. I'm giving more than I'm receiving. Well, I got two different emails I'm going to go through with you from two different days. The first one is from a guy who says he's read 3% Man 10 times. And obviously now, but this was a while ago. And so now that things are going sideways with his girlfriend, he's starting to read it again. And so you can tell there's a little bit of, uh, he's doing a little bit of BSing himself and me. Because that's the beauty of these. If, if the guy tells me what the girl is saying and doing, then no matter what he says, I could tell what he's doing right. And I can tell what he's doing wrong to create or, in this case, repel her as far as attraction goes. And so his pro complaint is that his girlfriend's just no longer interested in intimacy or sex like she used to be. And she had some things happen in her past that sound and totally are justifiable reasons why she should have an issue. But the reality is the way she used to be because all this stuff happened before they were in a relationship. And yet she, they were getting their freak on all the time. So it wasn't an issue then, but of course it becomes the excuse now, which sounds logical to the guy. He claims he's opening her up because as you've heard me say probably many times and what's in the book as well is when a woman feels heard and understood, the leg's open. And when she doesn't, the leg's closed. He claims he's opening her up, but yet she's still not interested in sex and intimacy. So it's obvious she doesn't feel open and he may or may not be courting her properly. And then the second email I got is from a guy, he just found my work and just started going through it. And he's, he went to Thailand, I guess, a few months ago and met a girl there, supposedly fell in love. Guy got obviously got dopey and carried away on his emotions, but he's noticing that she's really not making much of an effort. And so both these guys have similar issues here is just the women that they're with are not making the same kind of effort. And both of them seem to be using logic and reason to try to reason with these women to get them interested in to do the things that they want them to do that they're not. So with that said, let's go through the first guy's email because I think this is a complaint that a lot of guys in long-term relationships have is that they're the ones that are interested in sex more than the women. And for guys that actually apply what's in the book properly, you typically have the opposite problem, which is your girl is way more interested in sex than you are and that's a good thing it's a good place to be from a position of leverage because most guys have the opposite experience and when a woman feels open to you she's in love with you she feels heard and understood you're dating and courting her properly she's gonna be stuck to you like a sucker fish and if she's repulsed by you it's obvious she's lost attraction and something needs to be done to either stop displaying the unattractive sides of yourself that are turning her off or start doing more of the things that turn her on. And us guys tend to be egocentric, so it's really hard for guys to admit what they're they're doing wrong. They try so I see this a lot in the emails. I usually break guys' balls about the fact that they're kind of BS themselves and they're trying to BS me. But if I know what the woman is saying and doing, I cause they all say the same things. It's amazing to me. It doesn't matter where they are in the world or what cultural or religious background women respond the same exact way. So with that said, let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hello, Corey. First of all, thank you for everything I've learned from you. I've read your book about 10 times. I lost count in the past few years. I put it aside for a while, 
But since I am with my current girlfriend, I have picked it up again and have read it about seven times since. I am struggling with this. Our relationship is not what it used to be. We used to have sex a few times a week. Well, statistically, relationships that stand the test of time, in other words, they've been together 10, 15, 20 years or more, they're typically having sex at least two to three times a week. And when it's less than that, the relationships don't work out. You got to have intimacy there. You've got to care for your woman and you got to give her attention. When a woman's in love with you, she wants your attention all the fucking time like a sucker fish. And guys that apply what's in my book know that sometimes it can be tiring because they always want your attention. And when they don't get enough of it, they tend to get cranky. I know mine does. Now, now we mostly have it once, if at all, once a week. So that's not ideal. He says, I've expressed this to her, but things don't change. My girlfriend has been sexually abused in the past, and I can understand that it is a sensitive subject for her. But even though I am really careful with her, she doesn't seem to be that into it anymore. We got to remember how she was in the beginning. And women will say things like this to a guy to go, oh, okay. Well, it wasn't an issue in the past when we were having sex three times a day. But after we've been together five years, now the trauma that happened before that is an issue. And that's why she doesn't want to have sex. No, it's because she's lost attraction. That's why. You, whatever you've done, you've made her pussy drier than a bucket of sand. She doesn't feel safe and comfortable. She doesn't feel heard and understood. And she just doesn't feel like you really actually sincerely care about her. One of the things that guys should always be doing that are in long-term relationships is when you get home from work slaying the dragons, like first thing out of your mouth should be like, hey, babe, how was your day? Just get her to talk, get her to open up. That shows that you care. And intently listen to her. Don't try to solve her problems unless, of course, she wants your advice. Just listen. What else? Tell me more. Oh, really? Just get her to talk. I did. There was a, a, an Instagram reel that we did with Katie when she was here, my English girlfriend from the book you guys are familiar with and she talked about that about how a woman just wants a guy to ask her what's going on how she's feeling and to show that he cares for her. and it does wonders and so she shares an example back from almost 20 years ago when we were together and, and dating she was in a grumpy cranky mood and it's kind of funny all the red pill guys are bitching and complaining about having to to talk to her oh you're not gonna be her therapist it's like if you're in a relationship what you got to realize is women say about eight thousand words a day guys say about two thousand words women just talk more and if you're not facilitating that talking she's not going to feel open and safe and comfortable with you and that's going to create intimacy problems it's easy for the red pill dunces and the red pill community that typically don't have relationships to have the attitude oh just pump and dump ah i don't want to be i don't want to listen to her if you're going to be in a relationship with a girl you're going to have to listen to her if you don't like listening to women because they talk about anything and everything and often a bunch of mundane nonsense you don't really want to listen to your relationship's not going to last very long it's not going to be very good and she's not going to like you and respect you very much that's why so many of these big reason why a lot of these red pill guys are so bitter and so angry and so you can see if you go to my Instagram at Coach Corey Wayne and look at some of the recent videos with Katie, especially the one, the, the shorts, it's just read the comments. <laughs> the women are like, this is great. Some of the guys that understand are like, I totally get it. This works wonders with my girlfriend when she's cranky. And then the red pill guys are bitching and complaining about it. <laughs> you can tell who's having relationships and, and who's not and who's just 
who's dating and it never really goes beyond that, which tends to be a problem in that community. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of red pill dunces will be bitching and complaining, telling me I don't understand red pill and all this other stuff like they normally do because they got to defend their cult and their cult leaders. She tells me she loves me a lot of times and she is pursuing me. Well, at this point in the relationship, she should be doing 95%. And if you can get away with it 100% or 99% of the pursuing, it's always better if a woman thinks that she likes you more than you like her. It's just a fact of life. He says, she texts me almost every day telling me she loves me and sending me things that are happening throughout the day. And I work a lot, so I don't have time to text back always. But when we are together in person, I take the time to open her up and listen to her every day for the past few weeks she isn't kissing me in the lips often anymore well that's because she's lost attraction for you and you can claim in your email that you're opening up every day and everything's great but if she won't kiss you on the lips she doesn't feel heard and understood something's going on there women don't just go oh i'm not going to kiss you it's like she's not kissing you because she's turned off that's a fact no matter how you try to diet or tell me that you're doing everything great if everything was great and you were following the textbook and you're with a normal healthy woman these things would not be happening and it feels like she's kind of evading it she kisses me on my face and the rest of my body a lot but just not on the lips and i said the sex is not what it used to be so i well if she's doing that it's like well, why are you kissing me everywhere but the lips what's going on i have bad breath or something it's like you've been kind of distant cold lately what's going on oh nothing everything's fine it's like don't tell me everything's fine you're distant, you're cold, you're not affectionate like you used to be. You gotta be honest with me. You can't just sit here and be a mute and, and tell me everything's great. I can see it in your body language and your physiology. And this is what we, Katie and I were talking about in the video. Because women often will say, I don't wanna talk about it or everything's fine. If you hear everything's fine, it's not fine. The reason why women do this is because they've gotten to the point where they just don't feel like you care and they don't believe you and so therefore, why bother telling you? You're not going to listen anyways, and nothing's going to change. In essence, they've kind of given up. And so they're saying everything's fine or nothing is wrong when you ask them is their way of basically saying, if he really cared, he's just not going to let me get away with that. He's not going to let me get away with telling him everything's fine. He's not going to let me get away which is saying nothing's wrong when it's all over my face and in my body language and my physiology. And a man who cares is going to want to get to the bottom of it. A man who doesn't is just going to be like, okay, he's going to take that explanation and roll on. That's one of the things the red pill guys get so pissed off about. But at the end of the day, there has been a lack of intimacy. She doesn't feel safe and comfortable. She doesn't feel like you care. And so women do this oftentimes just to test to see if he really cares, he's going to dig. He's not going to let me get away with bullshitting him. Because she knows and you know that she's bullshitting you with her I don't want to talk about it answer. And as a man, that's part of setting and enforcing healthy boundaries and holding women accountable in a loving, playful way. When she says I don't want to talk about it, she just doesn't believe that you care enough to do it. And she's hoping deep down that you do call her out on it and do hold her feet to that fire. And so when she says everything's great and yet she's kissing you on the cheek and everywhere else but your lips... It's not fine. I don't want to talk about it. It's not going to work. It's like I can see it in your body language. I can see it in your physiology. You're like a cold fish. You tell me that you love me all the time, but when I come home, you kiss me on the cheek and not on the lips. Something is up. Something is bothering her. 
in you. And so you have to tell me what it is. We'll stay in there all night if it happens. Like one of the things I said to Kay is like, I'll stay in there for three or four hours until we get to the bottom of it. It's like something is bothering you and don't tell me that everything is fine. This is what men do. Beta males, like a lot of the red pill dudes, it's like, they say, ah, oh, this is ridiculous. You're not a therapist. Da, 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 da. It's like your sex and intimacy is going to end if you don't communicate with your woman and make her feel heard and understood. That's a fact of life. You can bitch about it and you can complain about women's true nature and all this other nonsense. But the reality, if your girl doesn't feel heard and understood, the legs are going to close. That's a fact. If you can't deal with that, don't date women. He says, I tried to talk to her about what happened, but she doesn't say a lot. I told her that we had a conversation about this, but nothing has really changed since. She doesn't really respond to this, respond to this but she said and tells me she, instead that she's afraid that she's not enough for me and that she needs more comfort when she closes down for me like that after sex. you got to say, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you need me you need more comfort? What specifically, explicitly am I not doing that you feel you need from me? You have to get to the bottom of this. You have to ask her what's going on and what it tells me here is she's kind of dismissive of your attempts to solve it and you're buying her explanation instead of holding her feet to the fire it's not about being a dick but you know something is off here and a man who cares is not going to accept it's fine he's not going to accept i don't want to talk about it it's just that's not going to work you can't resolve anything unless you can talk openly and honestly about it. That's why people on the left have such a problem with open, being open and honest in things. It's like they only want to hear their side of the conversation. I think it was Anderson Cooper just after the Trump town hall. Because the CNN viewers were freaking out the other night. How dare you let him come speak? It's like you can't be in an echo chamber. You got to listen to the other side, even if you don't like him. Try to understand where they're coming from. Try to walk in their shoes. Try to look through their eyes and get what where they're coming from. He says, I don't feel fulfilled in this relationship anymore, and she knows this, but she doesn't do things to fulfill it, although she knows what it is that I want. I love her. I talk to her. We communicate, but a lot of times when I express my needs, it feels like they are evaded by her, and instead she makes excuses and expresses her needs to me, which I listen to and comfort her with what she needs. Yeah, but are you taking any action? Are you providing her what she says she needs that you're lacking, or are you just dismissing it? A lot of guys go, oh, I didn't think she was serious. I didn't think she meant that. I thought she was just complaining. You have to get to the bottom of it. You cannot accept because uh, what she's doing is bullshitting you because deep down she doesn't think you care anyways. And you're kind of acquiescing to it and you're failing the test and you're going along with it. Like I said, go to my Instagram at Coach Corey Wayne and watch the, the short with Katie. She's the really pretty blonde girl with a funny accent. I want to make this relationship good and like it was and everything is good except for sex and I am missing it and it makes me want to quit the relationship if it doesn't change. Well, that attitude's not going to fix it. You got to make her feel heard and understood and you're not doing that. You're not holding her feet to the fire. Something's off and she needs to tell you explicitly what that is. You can't get butt hurt. You can't get angry with her. You got to take it as constructive criticism and feedback and bite your tongue and bite your lip. Put a tack in your shoe, whatever you got to do when you want to respond and argue. Because when you argue with a woman and, and in essence try to tell her you're doing everything and everything is fine, all you're communicating to her is like, yeah, nothing's going to change. I'm not going to do anything. This is why it's going to stay the same. When a woman bitches that you don't spend enough time 
with her or you don't show her enough attention or you never take her anywhere or you never take her out to dinner or whatever happened. When was the last time you took me out there? When was the last time you took me out on a date? What most guys do is, I, I took you out three weeks ago. you got to just, when you hear that, you're going to go, take me out and date me. That's it. Instead of getting butthurt and trying to rationalize what you did a few weeks ago or whatever or four nights ago, all she's really complaining is, hey, I don't feel like you care enough. Take me out on a date. Show me that you care. Do something that shows you care. That's it. Just say, all right, boom. Make a date and handle it instead of trying to argue with her. That's what you need to do, dude. This is a simple problem to solve. And if we were doing a phone session, I could get to the bottom line with what's really going on here. But you guys got to ask better questions and you can't just be willing to walk away because it's like you don't walk away until this is resolved because what happens after you really communicate and she's like ah i feel so much better i'm so glad we talked then you're gonna have great makeup sex but bitching and complaining about her her not putting out it's like you got to get to the bottom of what the issue is and you're not doing that even though you like the claim you do it it that's not i can tell it from her actions so you're bullshitting yourself, dude. You got to do better. And if you don't know what to do, you still don't know what to do, I'd suggest booking a coaching session with me. Let's go to the second email. He says, hi, Coach Corey Wayne. I've been following you on and off for a few years now. Many years ago, I was in a one-way relationship, meaning I was giving and not receiving. So you got to understand that, you know, like attracts like. This is your wound, if you will. This is your shortcoming. And the universe is going to continue to send you women that are in essence there to help you overcome and transcend that so in other words you're going to be predisposed to be attracted to be in relationship with and continue to operate and be in a place where you're giving and you're not receiving that tells me you're pursuing too much typically and if you're complaining about what you're not getting in return you're not going to get anything you'll get worse because again, woman's got to feel heard and understood, and you got to date and quarter. So a friend of mine suggested I watch a few of your videos, and after doing so, I got my balls back. LOL. Thank you for that. I have not been in a relationship for over three years, but after a recent trip to Thailand in March of 2023, I met someone, fell in love. In other words, I got all dopey and projected my irrational Disney fantasy onto her, and didn't have enough time to properly vet her, and just assumed that everything was great and hunky-dory like the movies. And plus, he hadn't read the book, so he didn't know what to look for. He's flying blind. It's like throwing darts in a blizzard trying to figure out women if you don't know the book. I met someone, fell in love, and did the stupid thing of committing myself to her and publicly putting it on my Facebook. Oof. Yeah, something like that you're only going to begrudgingly do after many months and maybe after she complains about it a few times that you haven't put it on Facebook my surprise and confusion she didn't like or love my post as i would expect yeah because you're way more, more into her than she is into you it should be the opposite but again he hasn't read doesn't know the book there's some updates at the end here he just got the book and he's like 100 page 150 now he says she tells me she loves me and misses me in a private chat using line but never posts anything on facebook i uploaded a few pictures and video from my trip and time I spent with her, including pictures and videos of her, but she never liked, loved, or commented on them. We chat using Line, but do not talk much on it. I try to video chat with her, but she seems reluctant to do so. 
It's because she's not interested. Stop trying to get somebody else's attention. You know, the quickest way to get somebody else's attention is to remove yours. You got to match and mirror those actions. And you, a woman should be doing most of the pursuing. As it talks about in the book, 20 to 30% max should be done by the guy. But more than likely, this dude's doing all of it because, again, he hasn't read the book and he doesn't know any better. So he's literally over-pursuing her and chasing her out of his life. But the other thing to keep in mind, she's in Thailand. He was in La La Land. He has got carried away on his emotions, wasn't really paying attention to reality. There's no way this guy vetted this girl properly. This past Sunday, I contacted her as I usually do in the morning, 14 hours ahead there. And yeah, I wouldn't be doing good morning and good evening texts every night either. That gets boring, dull, and predictable. Women like mystery. She replied saying she was not feeling well. I told her I was going to my parents today and would like to see her as I had not seen her in a few days. Mommy, please pay attention to me. That's your vibe that you're giving off. Mommy, mommy, do you still like me? Do you still care about me? Am I still your number one? Oh, mommy, pat me on the head, please. Please pay attention to me. There's nothing masculine about this vibe. She sent me a few audio recordings saying she was out getting food and going to 7-Eleven and then to sleep. In the background of the recordings, I could hear other people talking and it sounded like she was on the BTS elevated train in Bangkok. 9.46 p.m. Sunday night for her. This just, made, this just further made me feel more distant from her as I have been giving so much since I left Thailand in March, giving my time, my attention, and money to her. Yeah, you got to pay attention. If you're making all this effort and like nothing's hardly coming back, if you're sending paragraphs and texts or your, your WhatsApp or whatever messaging app you might be using and you get like a one-liner back from her, you should pay attention to that. If she's taking you know, hours to respond to you, you should take hours to respond. If she's sending you a one-line sentence back, then if that's the end of the conversation thread, I wouldn't keep trying to keep her engaged in conversation. Scarcity creates value. Too much of anything causes other people to take it for granted. And your time is being taken for granted because you're wasting it. You're allowing her to waste it and you're not noticing that she's wasting it and not valuing it. Bitching and complaining is not going to fix that. You just withdraw your attention so you can match and mirror her level of effort. He says, but she goes out during the week and only on Fridays that I know of. She is missing for several hours when she goes out and only at my request will she tell me what she is doing or maybe send me an auto recording. So he's just sitting there probably freaking out over his computer trying to find out where his girlfriend's at, what she's doing, who she's with. Because, again, he didn't vet her properly and she's in another country. And he committed to a girl he should have never committed to. Last Friday night, she went out and I gave her some space. After four hours and when it was 12.20 p.m. in California, 2.20 a.m. in Thailand, I messaged her saying, It's late. How are you? Mommy, please pay attention to me. Do you still like me? Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Oh, oh I don't think you like me as much anymore. This is terrible. This is an awful way to go, dude. This is not how a man acts. After about 15 minutes, she said she was looking for a taxi. She claimed she got home around 3 a.m. and was alone. Sounds like you're kind of in a relationship with a party girl. The only problem now is that I am right back in a similar situation like a few years ago where I'm giving more than receiving. It's like you got to back off, dude. Read the book. I know he's reading the book. We haven't got to that part in his email. I know this is a long one. 
Since Sunday morning, I've been pulling back. I have kept my messages short. No more I love you or I miss you. Monday morning, I woke up after a sleepless night thinking I made a mistake getting involved with this person. I messaged her. He just can't help himself. I messaged her again. I sent her a message trying to figure out where I stand constantly like a nerdy, neurotic, insecure, needy jackass. I, met, I messaged her a short message just stating I'm leaving for work and wish her a good day. What a waste of That's so pointless to be sending this. This is going to do nothing to make her feel attraction for you. It's always better if she thinks she likes you more than you like her. And this girl totally knows that you're dopey and la-la land and she can do whatever she wants. And she's, this is the kind of shit that causes her to lose respect for you, especially when you're getting butthurt and texting her at 3 in the morning demanding to know where she's at. It's like, come on, dude. She did reply, but mirrored what I sent. Monday night when I got home, I waited till 7 p.m., which was 9 a.m. Bangkok time for her to message me, but she never did. Oh, no. I can't handle her not messaging. I got to I gotta send another message to find out where I stand. I sent her a message stating I'm home after a long day, ate some food, sleep now, we'll go to bed. Have a good day. With less than five minutes, she texted me saying she just woke up. I did not respond to her. It just sounds so fishy to me, Corey. This morning, Tuesday, did not send her any messages and a little bit ago. It's 9.54 a.m. Now she sends me five quick messages. I have not opened line, but I could see it was her. Good. Now you're starting to finally back off. That's what you need to do, dude. I know what I need in a relationship and I've been unhappy in this one. It's like, it's not really a relationship, dude. You weren't with her enough to really get to know this girl. And you're... You're naive and gullible for committing to it when you barely know her. And then you ignore the fact that she doesn't like your posts on Facebook. It's it's obvious she's still behaving as if she's single and a free agent. And you behaving like a nerd, neurotic, needy, insecure jackass is just going to drive her away and drive her into somebody else's arms if she's not there already anyways. I gave so much of my time, money, etc. Well, I hope you're not supporting this girl and sending her money, dude. That would be really stupid. Since I left Thailand, but she has not met me halfway. So if you're sending this girl money, you need to cut that shit out immediately. That's just stupid. Only a dunce does that. I can only do so much before feeling like she is pulling me down versus lifting me up. Well, you're doing it all to yourself because you're the one that has no emotional self-control. I believe a healthier relationship requires both party to give and take and compromise. And you can't complain about it and use logic and reason to get her to do that. She has to do it because she feels it. And that's why you got to apply what's in the book. I have never been in a long-distance relationship like one. And because I like to go to Thailand, I'll probably end up in a few more. She's just date and have fun, dude. So that I do not end up in the same situation. And why date women in Thailand? Why not somebody, you know, this guy's in California, I think. It's like, why not date somebody here in the States that's closer to you? What do you suggest I do? I'm likely to meet someone else during my next trip in August, or maybe I'll run into her again too. My thought is if I did run into her, it would be to keep it very simple. Maybe have a drink, but no trips or hanging out together like before. Your job is just simply to create an opportunity for sex to happen, to hang out, to have fun, to hook up. I would rather meet someone else at this point anyway, but to avoid the same mistake, do you have any suggestions on what I could do to avoid making this mistake over and over? I'd be interested in setting up a session with you as well. 
So here's like his first, he's got two little short updates. So he says, hey, Corey, update my previous email. Your book 3% man arrived yesterday. I'm on page 37 already, LOL. I'm connecting the dots already. I appreciate what you've done here and will continue reading it to the end and definitely read it a few more times a year. Well, 10 to 15 times, dude. Not a half-ass effort. I see value here and I already started sharing this with my friends. I would like to set up a session with you to talk about long-distance relationships, especially girls from Thailand. Let me know when you're free. You got to go to my website and click the coaching tab, products tab. It'll be at the top or bottom of your screen on any page and book a coaching session. Once you do that, one of my assistants will get you on my schedule. You don't get on my schedule until, obviously, you purchase a session. He says, I'm up to uh, page 151 now, and I applied some things you talked about, and guess what? I have a date tonight. I also, in a bold way, scheduled a date for tomorrow night with an old friend from years ago. There you go. And I would take her off Facebook, and I would remove the relationship status, just show nothing. I ran into her last weekend and stopped posting pictures of her all over your, your Facebook as well. I ran into her last week and she gave me her contact info and invited me to her birthday party. We chatted back and forth a few times and I decided just to go for it. I have scheduled a date and we're going to watch a basketball game. Cool. Well, it sounds like you're moving in the right direction, but like I said, you, it really is super important, especially the first guy. You got to make your girl feel heard and understood. So if you've got a question or challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.